0: Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alverne Bolar Hello, and you're very welcome to this podcast. This is Alvern. And in this episode, we'll be looking at five genuine goal-setting exercises for entrepreneurs. Stacey wanted this year to be different. But she needed help with her goal-setting exercises. After looking at what she managed to accomplish over the last 12 months, she knew that something needed to change. Some weeks over the last financial year were downright hairy because of the limited amount of cash flow. Plus, her dream of living on a tropical island for six months of the year hasn't materialized just yet. If you can relate to Stacy, let me know if these points sound familiar. Setting goals and achieving them can be quite daunting. You've rarely ever accomplished the goals that you set in this specific time frame. Others seem to be better at setting goals, but it doesn't work for you. You have a goal, but you are clueless about the steps needed to take action. Wouldn't it be lovely if there was a realistic way to set achievable goals with action steps as well? In this resource, you discover a few key secrets like the call Dizzy little secrets that separate the winners from the others. Join me as we look at a few goal setting exercises for complete beginners. So, before looking at the various goal setting exercises available for you to use, it is important to understand the various aspects of the goal setting process. Many people make the mistake of looking at the ultimate goal while ignoring the reasons behind that goal. For example, if you have a professional professional goal professional goals like uh getting the six figure a six figure deal or having an income of 10k a month why do you need that money I'll tell you why it's because you have a number of personal goals behind those specific goals this could range from larger goals like buying a mansion or sports car or smaller goals like hiring a fitness coach at the end of the day the goal-setting process should start with a realistic With the realistic goals of improving the quality of your life and the lives of your loved ones. It is important that you have a process that walks you through the stages of, um, stages by adopting the seven whys principle. At each stage of the process, ask yourself why you want that thing. If you've never heard of the seven whys before, let me look at, let me take you through an example. So if you start and say, I want to make 10K, sorry, I want to make 100K a year. You to have to ask yourself the question, why? Why do you want to do that? And you might turn around and say, well, to buy a beautiful home. Why do you want to buy a beautiful home? Uh, to provide a secure place for my family and I to live. Why do you want to um, you know, have a secure place for you and your family to, to live? So you don't have to worry about emergencies. Why? Why do you want to do that? Um so you can look after, you know, be able to look after all of your living expenses without having to worry. Why do you want to do that? So that you can live your perfect day. But why you want to do that? Um, to do the things that you absolutely enjoy, that's new dear and dear to your heart. So you live a living life the way you want to live it. Of course, this same process can work in the reverse order. Um, if it is you want to do it that way instead. The most important step is that you focus or your focus is on accomplishing the right goal to create the life worth living. Because you can have money in the bank, but money in the bank never makes anybody happy. It might make the bank manager happy, <laughs> but <laughs> will it make you happy? Like you know, money, seeing money in the bank. But if you take uh, the money and use it to buy stuff that you want, then you know that, that it makes you you know better off, makes you feel more secure, etc. But just having the money sitting in the bank is probably not going to make you happy. Um, although I know you know there's lots of stories of people who are f- afraid of success who would have the money in the bank and they would still live as a pauper and that's a, a whole other different story. A different podcast for a different day. <laughs> also, these must be meaningful goals for your future self. So that you'll be motivated to sufficiently accomplish them. So in other words, if it is you set a goal that actually is not meaningful to you at all because you just do it because someone else, the Joneses next door, is doing it, they got a 50 inch, 50-inch, 50 70-inch TV and you don't even like watching TVs because you got one just because someone else got one, then that's not a meaningful goal. Be very, very, I mean, it's one of the secrets of getting, um, achieving success is when you have a goal that actually means something to you, not to somebody next door or, you know, someone else. Okay, so let's look at something I like to call a perfect day. A, num- a number of years ago, I was encouraged to write out in detail what my perfect day will look like. At the time, I was not a digital nomad or even a virtual assistant. In fact, I thought that it was a lot of wishful thinking. Yes, I did. With a bit of hesitation, I sat down with a pen and a few sheets of paper. And trust me, this this exercise is difficult. It really is. Um, It might look easy, like the perfect day. Anybody can do that. It really is. You need need to sit down, like sit in it and and in a quiet room. For me, it's a quiet room some people can do well with music. I don't need any music. I just need it quiet. The birds can be tweeting, dogs and barking. That's fine. But I just need it quiet. I need a, to sit in it and really walk through, okay, what is, what is my perfect day? Where would I like to live? You know, all of those things. So I scribbled it down, my perfect day from the time I woke up until the time I went to bed. And here are a few things I included. The ideal time for me to wake up each morning, who I would like to wake up within my bed and by the way one of the things what would have been my what i wished was my ideal day is that i don't have a lar- an alarm clock to wake me up and i haven't used an alarm clock in who, i'd say probably five years i've not used except when i'm going to the airport obviously to catch a flight i have to use an alarm clock for that and even then i wake up before the alarm but i, I haven't used an alarm clock to, to wake up like for work you know I, one of my one of my my perfect day wishes was to wake up without an alarm clock, having to wake me. I want to wake up naturally. It's it's how I, I I wrote it down. So who I wake who I wake up next? Wake up next to in my bed. What I did after waking up, you know, did I stretch? Did I cuddle a bit with my loved one? Did I uh, go for a run? Did I you know all of those things include the atmosphere and location? I'd like to wake up and do I want to wake up? You know, in a warm location, in a cold location, in a, you know, not warm, not cold location. Um, what I would like to see from my window. You know, all of those things. Wake up to the sunrise. Items that I would like to include in my menu for breakfast. What time would I check messages and emails? What I would um, do for work. My working hours and days of the week. Extra curricular activities. Things I would, I, I would like to do with my loved ones. So one of the things I had in my my list is um being able to be near a beach and right now where i live it's about 20 minutes to walk, 20 minutes to walk to the beach and it's just perfect i don't do go every day but the days i go it's just oh my goodness i don't know how to explain it to you but if you haven't done this exercise before please do it my downtime routine so when it is i'm not working and doing all of the things what i like to do with my downtime you know to, I know, if I do, I have downtime. <laughs> um, what is my bedtime routine? Or what I'd like to do at bedtime? Things I do during the day for self improvement. You know all of the things. And like I said, this is not an easy exercise, but it is so worth it. Um, I can't remember every single thing that I wrote down many years ago. I can tell you that this stuff works. It's crazy what happens when you get crystal clear about what you want to include or even exclude from your perfect day. I'm living some of that dream even today, which really amazes me because I really believed that it wasn't possible to have a perfect day at all. Okay, so that was one of the sort of goal-setting exercises that, you know, you can use. Um, obviously, it doesn't include any dates and stuff, but it, it really... Like you can, you can obviously set goals with all this, but this one helps you really get clear about this, especially about the stuff that you don't want in your life. Um, for me, except especially alarm clocks. I just think, why would I need it? Um, okay. So have you ever wondered if creating a vision board would work for you? I always thought that they were absolutely useless until I discovered a little, little secret. I did them. I, you know, I, I used to put up nice little pictures and all of that. And to me, it never worked. But I discovered something absolutely interesting over the years. You must always, always use photos of actual places, locations, fun experiences, and things that you want in your life. So in the past, what I used to do is go to a magazine and clip stuff out of the magazine of places I've never been before, never experienced. They might have a nice picture, which is you know photoshopped or whatever, but I've never been there um, so it's always better to go to a place and take pictures while you're there. Maybe it's a place you want to retire, et cetera, and use those pictures on in your vision board. Uh, or pictures of, from your friends, pictures of people who actually been there, they, they explain the things to you. Because um, I know I had a friend recently who, not, she didn't do this recently, but it happened to her on her honeymoon. She really, really, really wanted to go to Mauritius. And when she got there, it was nothing like what she saw in the magazines. And it was such a heartbreaking experience for her. She cried. During a honeymoon so i would i would kindly ask anyone listening to the hearing of my voice before creating your vision boards try as much as possible to experience the thing you're going to put on your vision board before sticking it on your vision board okay an example of that as well a number of years ago i wanted to get my hands on the Channel number five perfume thinking like this thing looks so good i mean look at it it's so classy it's this it's that and the other it looked really good in the adverts, so I thought, "Ah, this would be good for me too." To tell you the truth, I never even walked up to a beauty counter and did a scent test, because normally you see perfumes advertised and you go into the you know beauty counter and you test the smell of the perfume. I didn't even do that. I just decided to get it. To this day, that bottle of perfume remains in my bathroom on the shelf. Many years later, I probably wear it once or twice, or in occasions where I'm desperate, because it just does not uh, match my body scent. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but. Um, some perfumes might smell good even on a beauty counter, and you put it on, and based on your body heat, your body sweat, and all of that, it after a while it starts smelling stale or it just just thing. Anything with musk in it doesn't match my body scent. And channel number five has musk in it, and it just it just is wrong for me. Um, so that is one thing I discovered about myself over the years. They'll have a new scent that come out. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> I actually have like three, three or four um perfumes that i would use all of the time no matter what because no matter like when i put it on it matches my my whole body aura my body scent and all of that fun things the most important thing to learn from this lesson is to get crystal clear about what you you include in your vision board do a test drive do a trial just try it for a few days because, for a few days because chances are you may not like it when next you are creating a vision board, get photos of places, things, and experiences that you know would work for you. No more magazine clippings. Go try out the mattress. Try out the sofa. Go to the dream destination. Even if it's for one day, for a f- for one hour, whatever it is. If you like it, include it. If not, move on. Vision boards only work when you get real with your dreams. Okay, mind mapping. One of my absolute favorite goal-setting exercises is mind mapping. At first, I just didn't get it. People used to talk about mind mapping this and they used to go on and on I'm thinking like, what is the excitement about? Until one day I came across a tool called X-Mind. My life changed forever. Something just clicked and there I was, there was mind mapping out world domination before sunset. In case you've never done any kind of mind mapping before, it's like writing down your big dream and working backwards to figure out the next steps. And I've included an example in the show notes, head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP275 to get access to the show notes so you can actually see this ball by ball how to do it. And let's, let's, let's first talk about the example. Say you'd like to achieve an income goal of $100,000 $100, uh, a year. Just look at that number. It may seem impossible, right? But let's just break that down. One hundred k a year is equal to sorry, 800- eight hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. sorry eight hundred eight thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. okay what can do what can you do to make eight thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars every month? You can do a split of three to four different income streams, like two thousand dollars from digital products, three thousand dollars from client work, two thousand dollars from u- u- user generated content. $1,500 from sponsored content. I have to warn you that items that you include in, in in income stream must align with those things on your vision board and your perfect day and all of those things. So it mustn't be this pie in the sky thing that just, you know, you never actually enjoy. It must be things that you, you do So in other words, the thing that you do for a living, the thing that you do to generate income is, must be stuff that you enjoy. I'm trying to think of something I probably would not enjoy, So I can give you that that specific example, like gaming or OnlyFans or anything like that. I would not do that. I mean, yes, you make money and all of that, but will I actually enjoy it? No, I, I know for a fact that I wouldn't. It's just not up my street. So make sure whatever you're doing to generate income is not something that you, you do that you absolutely dislike. Uh, there's a no point in ge- you generating income in things that you absolutely dislike. Now that you have an idea of what you want to include in your mind mapping exercise, let's do a practical example. My favorite free, power, free powerful tool that I like to use is one called Whimsical. So X-Mind I used to use, like I mentioned, years ago, but uh, X-Mind, they've changed the way it works and they it got, it got a little bit, updated it. I don't know why they would spoil a very good product, but they updated it to something new and that was the end of X-Mind forever. At least the one I loved. Um, So I have a new tool that I use called Whimsical because it's so easy to use and you can share your your mind map with your team members. Always start at the end goal. Well, at least for me, this is is just what works. Start at the end goal and work your way backwards through the process to achieve that goal. I've included a a, a screenshot on the show notes of the first stages of the mind mapping process. So I have 100K a year and then backwards from that, I've got five income streams. You usually create a client work Digital products, YouTube sponsorship, and courses and memberships. And then from from the... I I broke it down even further into the digital products. What kind of products I'm going to be having as those those digital digital products. Or even YouTube. YouTube. I mentioned their YouTube uh, videos. So the YouTube videos itself is going to be... Wait a second... The YouTube videos itself, it's going to be um, 52 52 videos a year. And then I broke down what those videos are going to, the topics for those videos. Of course, I didn't include all 52 in the screenshot in the show notes because it would be a very, 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 very big diagram that will actually show up very, very tiny on the screen. But I'm just giving you an example of what that actually looks like. So let me explain some reasoning behind why I chose these vehicles for my income streams. I know that I only have 24 hours in a day, eight hours sleep. I'm more like four to six hours, six hours of sleep. Um, so I'll need some sources of income to be passive and others will need to have my time and my attention. I'll also need help creating quite a number of deliverables. Notice that under the section for digital products, I'll need to create 1000 different uh, products in my store, Etsy and uh, Shopify. I already know that I can outsource the product creation process. Using this method gives me tons of fun accomplishing items. Okay, so that's the mind mapping. One, one of my other favorite and fun goal setting exercises is the pocket list. Uh, the reason why is because it's so much the reason why it's because it's so much fun, and I use it to cover all of eight areas of the wheel of life. Uh, it goes beyond entrepreneurial goals. I've used it to cover areas like self growth, romance, travel, learning a new language, learning a new instrument. I'm volunteering for charity. And believe it or not, these dreams are coming true in my life as I'm speaking to you, which is weird, but it works. If you are one of my regular uh, readers or listeners, then you would be familiar with my bucket list. However, if you're new and you never heard of my bucket list before, I've left a link in the show notes so you can go and have a look at my bucket list. It is live, available to the public. I know that sounds a little bit scary, but it's so much fun when someone asks me, so what would you like to do for XYZ? I can just give them the link to my bucket list and they can see uh, the things that I have in my bucket list. There are 50 things on my bucket list, by the way. I created it before the global health crisis, so that sh- that slowed my progress significantly. However, I'm happy to report that I've achieved quite a number of the items on the list, which is so very exciting. At this point, you're probably wondering how many goal-setting exercises you'll need to achieve your goals. The answer, my dear, is only one. Choose one at a time. I like to use a bucket list because it's it's not necessary things I want to put a date to, per se, um, but it's like things I know I need to do before I die, sort of a thing. Whereas a uh, mind mapping is stuff that I know... I need to I need to achieve, but I need to see the breakdown of how that looks like. I'm giving you a peek behind the scenes, as it were, of all the ones I've tried, what I liked about it, what I didn't like, what I found exciting, etc. I'm also letting you know the dirty little secrets about how to get them to work for you. Notice how each exercise is different in its own way. They are all different, which is so interesting. Okay, let's look at some action plan. Now we are at a point of setting, setting goals where quite a number of people get lost. This, this one was me a few years ago. This brings me nicely to the famous quote by Greg Reed, which says, A dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed by action makes your dreams come true. So if you remember the, the dream of my YouTube channel, for example, I want to do 52 videos. If all I did was say, I'm going to do 52 videos and wrote the topics and left it at that, those videos are not going to get me. What Greg Reed is here is saying is break it down into steps to becomes a plan and then the actions. So I had to take one video, like for, to create one video on YouTube, I need to create a, an entire spreadsheet, um, write down all of the titles, the description, the script, um, the hooks, what will be included in the images of A-roll, the B-roll, um, when I'm going to shoot it, titles, the tags, everything. It's what, what part of what series, all of that. Plus, I need to shoot the video, and then after I shut the video, I need to edit the video, add all the bits, and then upload it and schedule it. So the, every single part of this really big process or 52-week video thing has a huge amount of work that goes in behind it. And what will happen then over time is I'll get better and better, faster and faster doing this by the year. By week 52, I will be a queen of creating videos from scratch um, and knowing a whole lot of things. In order for my new goal setting exercise to work, we need to ensure that these goals have a plan with steps so that we can take daily consistent actions or weekly consistent actions, in my case. Um, I do, I look at it, I set aside one day and I do all of my YouTube video thingies, whatever that is I need to do next. This is probably the most scary part of the process. I remember the time when I had to, a goal, but I had no idea the steps that I needed to take to make that goal and a reality. And that is the same for my YouTube videos. Like for example, you go into YouTube and you see people making these videos, but you, there's so much that goes into it. And 10 years ago, I wouldn't have an, a clue of what I know now. I know so much more now than I knew back then. Sometimes that goal can seem insurmountable when you realize that it can potentially take you five years instead of twelve months to obtain results. Let me give you an example. Ten years ago, I knew what I, I knew what a funnel was, but I had no idea how to build a high converting funnel. In fact, the course back then was prohibitive. However, slowly but surely, I started to that journey into learning about the tech and the marketing aspects of creating. Gorgeous funnels. I was curious. I was determined. I put in the work. Now I can build funnels in my sleep and I know which platforms are best for get, to get specific results. It's crazy how life works when you decide to, you know, I'm going to do this, come with me, put in the action, put in the work and stuff. And clients now hire me to have them build funnels, which is so weird. I mean, like, how crazy is that? Okay. So let's look at a visual example. As I already mentioned, mapping out the steps so that you think that they can be actioned is probably the biggest hurdle for many people. If you don't know the steps, go and learn them, please. I'm begging you. There's so much free content out there that you can actually learn what it is you should do. So for example, you say, how do I, how do I make money on Etsy? Um, whether it be digital products or whatever it is you want to make, print print on demand, whatever. Go learn it. And then once you learn it, you can just put in the steps. This is why I don't want to leave you hanging by not sharing practical example of effective goal-setting activities. If you remember, I'm using Whimsical to create a mind a mind map of my 100k a year journey. Let's dive deeper into one of the areas of the map. The area I'll dive into is creating digital products for for Shopify and Etsy. We look at the action steps needed to create one finished product that's ready to go live. So like I ship in the product, so to speak. In this example, we are looking at creating a pack of eight brand boards that align with a specific theme, like summer, watercolor, etc. So there's eight brand boards, different logos, etc. And each of them, each of these packs, I'm going to create um, ten different packs, or even twenty different packs of brand boards. But each of those packs is has a specific theme according to that that, that, that aligns with it. Again, if you want to see this in like in the actual visual of what I'm showing, demonstrating. Head over to the show notes, success at scrabble.com forward slash EP275 to get access to the show notes. Notice You'll notice there are, six, there are six tasks I need to take for the product. Take the product from concept to completion or what I call ready to ship version. It includes choosing a theme or even creating a theme and choosing a theme, ensuring that the original template is, is in Canva, I'm doing the research at Everbee. I'm just doing the research in Everbee to see what, you know, what else, what is, what is selling so I can create something similar. I do some further, further research in Inside Factory and I'm doing this research in Inside Factory to see if anything is, is popping out. Like people are searching for specific kind of brand boards for X, whatever it is. I do more research in E rank and what I'm looking for is specific keywords, what descriptions, etc. And then I, what I do once I have all of this sort of raw material, the, the template, the the color theme the you know the keywords the titles the look and feel kind of what what it should look like include jazzy whatever modern whatever I take all of that and I hand it over to my virtual assistant and then a person will take it and create it for me now I do this for 20 different times so they do this 20 different times and each time they have got 20 different themes whether it be summer you know independency, whatever it is, they have all of these different themes that they would go with. Of course, I'll need to break each step further by giving objectives and dates, etc. These dates and subtasks can be transferred into a project management tool like Asana or ClickUp. However, you can see how comprehensive my mapping can be. Okay, let's look at some smart goals. I know, another goal setting exercise. This one is, I guess it's more corporate kind of small business. Um, some people might not find it fun, but what I, let me go through it in a, for you and you'll understand what I mean. One of the most popular, everywhere you go, people talk about SMART goals. Popular goal-setting exercises on the planet is called SMART goal. What's unique about the methodology is that it is based on key performance indicators by breaking down important goals into manageable steps or milestones. The word SMART is an acronym for five words used to set long-term goals. And here, here are the, the, the words that goes along with the acronym. SMART, S is specific, M is measurable, A is attainable, R is relevant, and T is time bound. In many ways, you can see why this methodology is to set goals can be tangible. Let's break down the SMART acronym even further using a real life example of attaining 100K a year. Specific. So we've broken down the goal into a monthly figure and added vehicles like digital products, client work, UGC, YouTube videos. We'll be using that to attain the end goal. What we haven't done is to break those monthly figures down further. Let's look at the example of being a UGC creator. With two clients per month with an income of $1,500, what does that look like in reality? So an average, clients would pay between and $300 for UGC video. So let's assume on average $250 for a video. In order to make $1,500 a month with two clients, I'll need to create six videos a month, which can be three videos per client. How will I find these clients? Let's say I do a combination of 50 outbound and inbound marketing activities to land these two to three clients a month. So my specific goal will look something like this. Acquire UGC clients every month by doing a combination of inbound and outbound activities in my chosen niche. Let's move on to measurable. When we add the measurable element to the mix, it means that we need to add numbers to a specific goal. As I already mentioned, it takes about 50 marketing activities in order to acquire these clients. If you are like me and you only work four days a week, that will re- that will be created 16 days for marketing activities. This means that I can apply and send four pitches, four pitches Uh, To brands a day that can reach my client acquisition goals. You see how specific and how performance indicator this is. In other words, if I'm doing these key performance indicators, I should hit my goal. So my measurable goal looks like this acquire two to three UGC clients every month by pitching four brands a day on Instagram and UGC platforms in my chosen niche to create six videos a month. Let's look at attainable. I look at the table part of the exercise as a way of doing a reality check. I'm basically asking myself, can I really do this? Will I be consistent will I for 16 days of the month consistently reach out to four? What about if what if life happens? Then what? What if there's an emergency, a family emergency? What if the internet goes down? What if, you know, I can think of so many different things, like my computer broke, or whatever it is. Then what am I gonna do? Okay. If I Have I ever pitched a single brand before? Can I really develop a habit of pitching four brands a day? You know, so there is the, the technical aspect of things happening or the, the aspect of me being motivated enough to pitch four people a day. Am I, for me, the way I work, am I better off pitching like 10 a day for five days? Like doing a, 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 a sprint, so to speak, so I can have more free time to create videos and do other things that I'm interested in. Because it can be, for me, it's kind of boring doing four pitches a day. Okay, I have the time and all of that, but mm, I don't think so. So as a reminder, I'm also working on other income sources in my business like client work, digital products, YouTube videos. I'm doing all of these things. So where am I going to find time to do four pitches a day consistently? I think it might be more make more sense for me to pitch 50 brands over a five-day period, which will free up my time to do other revenue-generating activities. Think of it like a five-day challenge every month. And to me, that gets me excited. So my attainable goal will look something like this. Acquire two to three UGC clients by pitching 50 brands over a five-day period, 10 pitches a day, every month, using Instagram and UGC platforms in my chosen niche to create six videos a month. Relevant is up next. This is what I like to call my second reality check because it is now asking me why I am doing this in the first place. Remember in the very start of this uh, podcast episode, I talked about the fact that the five, the seven, sorry, the seven whys, in, you know, trying to figure out am I why am I doing this? Is it because my neighbor is doing it or am I doing it because it's something I really want in my life? Remember, I like to call it, remember why I started. The reason why I you, we are doing this is to achieve a big goal of 100K a year. But what's my seven whys? I need to go back internally to figure out why, why do I want to do this? And I can tell you a whole lot of reasons. can like go back to my bucket list and you'll <laughs> you'll see the reason why I want 100K a year. And by the way, my 100K a year is also on my bucket list. This smart goal is only one of the five income sources that we looked at previously. So if you remember, we have UGC um, video creators, my regular clients, for building funnels and all of that, um, YouTube videos, we've got pr- uh, product Digital product shop, and then um, we have uh, course creating courses and stuff. Um, so there's other things, but this is just one of those five income sources. It will bring in fifteen hundred a month, which contributes to the eight thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars a month. We should include this in the smart goal statement so that we can we don't forget why we started this in the first place. So my relevant goal will look something like this. Acquire two to three UGC clients every month by pitching 50 brands for over a five-day period, 10 pitches a day on Instagram and UGC platforms in my chosen niche to create six videos a month. Done right, this activity will generate 1500 every month, which will help me get to my monthly goal of $8,333 a month. It is feasible because brands consistently need fresh, authentic uh, content for their social media campaign. So there's that aspect as well. Because sometimes you want to say you're going to do this, but then what if what if the brands are not interested in, in engaging with me because they don't need the content I'm, or the services I'm offering? So I've put it all in there, this one thing. So you're probably thinking that's the end. There's actually one more thing that's missing from this. And by the way, you can also use this to create for short-term goals, not just long-term goals as well. So next up, and the final one of this smart goal thing is the time bound. Of course, the most important part of this whole setting exercise is adding the boundary of time. When would i when would I or when would you want to achieve this eight hundred sorry eight thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars a month uh, this month, next month, next year, five years' time at the, some the, some point in the future, if we don't have any dates or deadlines, then this entire exercise would more more or less. Remain like a master plan on a piece of paper inside a virtual document that never gets activated. It would be very similar to a dream that never comes true because we didn't take action. Let's be honest. The scariest part of setting a goal is adding a date. <gasps> when we put a date on it, we suddenly break out in the sweats. We get our armpits get uncomfortable. We get sticky. Nevertheless, <laughs> it has to be done. If you want the results. We will have to put a date. So my time-bound goal will look like this. Acquire 2-3 to UGC clients every month by pitching 50 brands over a 5-day period on Instagram and UGC platforms in my chosen niche to create 6 videos a month. Done right, this activity will generate 1,500 every month, which will help me get to my goal of 8,333 a month. It is feasible because brands constantly needs fresh, authentic content for my social for their social media campaigns. I will start my first day of pitching on. I put the day, month, year, or month, day, year, whichever way you put it, so that I can get to my first fifteen hundred a month by the end of month and year. And that is how this suddenly becomes a whole, a full circle picture. As you can as you can see or hear, the ultimate goal is to have a fully comprehensive statement about that single goal. To ensure that it is actionable, and by the way, again, this is just for one of the items in the whole hundred key thing. I can do another one for digital products, another one for YouTube videos, and so on, and so on, and so on. um Let's look at a number of frequently asked questions around goal setting. Exercising exercises. What is the first step of goal setting? The first step of goal setting is to get a clear understanding of why this goal. It's important to you personally. Look specifically at both your internal and external desires. Also perform the seven wise methodology to get a deeper level of your motivation for goals for setting a goal. What are the five SMART goals? The five SMART goals includes a specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. You can see a comprehensive breakdown uh, included in the show notes head over to success and scramble forward slash EP275 to get access to the show Why must entrepreneurs set smart goals or goals that are smart? I'm going to be a little bit controversial and say that setting goals that are smart is not necessarily a, a must. It's good, it's handy, but it doesn't help by associating it, but it does Sorry, help by associating key performance indicators to determine success. In other words, if I do these things consistently, I should get that result. If you don't know what you should be doing consistently, you don't know what results you're going to get. In, order, in, in other words, by taking these specific actions consistently, you increase your chances of achieving your business goals. What is the most important goal of an entrepreneur? Well, that's easy. To generate sufficient income, to maintain a healthy cash flow, and keep your business viable. So goal-setting exercises can be difficult, scary. However, life can be disappointing when you fail to achieve your goals. Even when you set new goals the next year, but still fall short of getting the results you wanted. I'm personally intrinsically motivated, so I wake up every day excited to get stuff done without an alarm clock. I know that is not the same experience for you or any, everyone else because each of us gets motivated in different ways. Developing new habits in several areas of your life also gives you a new sense of purpose. Sometimes writing a letter to your younger self can be used as a wake-up call to help you get cl- clarity on your future. Many years ago, I felt stuck because I would would set goals in a wishy-washy fashion. I didn't know any better. I had no idea. I'd set a goal. And I had no idea how to achieve that goal. Somebody say, oh yeah, you did this thing, um, manifestation, this and that and, and it will happen and somebody will drop a check in the post to you. Well, at a time, I didn't know the necessary steps I needed to take to achieve my goals. Today, my life is so different. I feel like a veil has been lifted. The truth is a veil has not been lifted suddenly. <laughs> in fact, I've learned a ton of new skills, strategies that I've used to earn my first $100,000 online as a virtual assistant, and you can do the same too. If you'd like to learn how to make three um, dollars a month as a virtual assistant, then you can grab the resource I've left in, in the show notes that are about a success unscrambled.com forward slash ep275 this episode of the success unscrambled podcast has ended but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech marketing and systems that way you can become more profitable allowing you to hire a supportive team remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results see you on the next episode